Welcome! This is the CGMI Living Springs Gospel Podcast. Stay tuned as you listen to the Word of God. Today, I want you to take any position you feel like is comfortable for you to pray and to minister unto the Lord. In preparation for this service, the Holy Spirit took me to the book of Zephaniah. Can we put up Zephaniah 3, verse 14 to 19? The theme of today's service is joy in the Holy Spirit. Joy in the... Everybody, can we say joy in the Holy Spirit? So the, the Holy Spirit took me to Zephaniah. And this is what God says He's going to do in our minds, in our lives as he heralds us into the new year. Zephaniah 3 verse 14. It says, Sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Be glad and do what? Can we read it like, a, like an, a living church? Can we read this like a Pentecostal church? It says, one, two, three, go. It says, be glad. Sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O Israel. Be glad and rejoice. O daughter of Jerusalem, the Lord has done what? Taken away your judgment. He has cast out your enemy. How many people's enemies have been cast out here? How many of you believe? The reason why you don't feel that is because you don't believe it. He has done what? Cast out your enemy. The king of Israel, the Lord is where? In your, a lot of people feel alone. They can be in the midst of a crowd. Some of you husbands, wives, you feel alone in your house. The Lord says he's where? In your midst. You shall see disaster no more. In that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, do not fear. Zion, let not your hands be weak. You know, some of us are plagued by a spirit of heaviness. You say, I don't feel like doing anything. I'm not in the mood. I'm not just in the mood. Let me tell you, it's not just an emotion. It is a spirit. The Bible lets us know that it is a what? It is a spirit. You are lethargic. It says, Zion, let not your hands be weak. The Lord is in your midst. The mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you. That means he's going to be happy about you. His joy will overshadow you. Overshadow you. He said he will rejoice over you. He will quiet you with his love. They don't want us to release some people out of prison. But whether the devil likes it or not, the set captive, even the lawful captive shall be delivered. He said, the Lord is in your midst, the mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. Be noticing how many times in the scripture it says rejoice, joy, gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. I will gather those who sorrow over the appointed assembly. Who are among you? To whom reproach is a burden. Some of us live with a burden of shame and reproach and low self-esteem. 
and think we are good for nothing and think we can amount to no good and some people have written us off our parents have written us off in the office they've written us off they said to one he said no do well the bible says that he will the, to whom reproaches a burden that he will do what behold at that time i will deal with all who afflict you i will save the lame and gather those who were driven out i will appoint them for praise and fame sometimes when we read king james version people don't understand what's being said god is saying he's going to lift you up and you shall be an icon to be praised people are going to sing your praises he's going to make you famous in every land where they were put to shame so everywhere you have suffered shame you shall be praised in every place you have suffered reproach the lord will give you glory because he is the glory and the lifter of your head how many people are sure of that how many people are aware of that that the lord is the glory and the lifter of their head can we sit down for a minute let me see what i can do in five minutes what is joy joy is a fruit of the spirit but joy is not just a fruit of the spirit like we see in galatians 5 verse 22 joy is also a characteristic of the presence of god's kingdom so the bible says where the spirit of the lord is there is what there is liberty and liberty is, is another word that that, that that connotes freedom joy happiness where the spirit of the lord is there is what the liberty so the joy is the characteristics of the presence of god Joy is one of the packages that comes with you having the Holy Spirit within you once you are born again. So in Romans 14 verse 17, when Paul was talking about align liberty in the house of the Lord, Paul said that the kingdom of God is not in meat and drink. It's not in what you eat or what you drink. It is in what? Righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. I love the living bible the living bible says for after all the important thing for us as christians is not what we eat or drink but stirring up goodness and peace and joy from the holy spirit joy is used 59 times in the bible and the word is kara kara can we put up that definition slide and kara means um, the, the best way to describe it is cheerfulness what did i say it means cheerfulness cheerfulness it means exceeding gladness exceeding gladness not just that you are glad but it's exceeding it's plenty right it means calm delight that you are calm but you are excited you are happy it means joyfulness joyfulness so in Romans 15 verse 13, Paul continued talking and he said, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. So one of the things that come with believing Jesus is joy and peace. So the question you ask me next and my third point is that why are we believers and we are robbed of our joy? We are robbed of our peace. Some of you, some of us, let me not say you, some of us, there's always an opportunity for sadness in your life. 
I don't have this, I don't have that. Immediately you get that one, the devil stirs up another thought. Remember, last week we talked about winning mind wars. Stirs up another thought to make you frustrated, to make you depressed, to make you unhappy, to rob you of your righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. To rob you of your righteousness, peace, and the joy, and to your cheerfulness. And where there is no joy, let me tell you what follows. There is fear. And like I said, fear is not just an emotion. Fear is a spirit. Heaviness is not just an emotion. Heaviness is a spirit. How do I know? 2 Timothy 1 verse 7. Paul was writing to his son, spiritual son Timothy. And he said, God has not given you the spirit of fear. Because he was talking about Timothy administering a church as the bishop of Ephesus. And he knew that because he was young, there was opportunity for him to fear, to be afraid. To come into hard decisions, don't be worried. He said, God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of what? Of power and of what? Love and what? A sound mind. So I know that fear is a spirit. Also, some of you are heavy. In the absence of joy, there is sorrow, there is downcastness, there is panic and anxiety. Some of us suffer from panic and anxiety disorders. There is moodiness. There is frustration. There is loneliness. In Isaiah 61, verse 1 to 3, he talked about replacing joy for the, the, the morning with, with, with the spirit of, sorry, between morning and the spirit of heaviness with joy. Can we just go there? Isaiah 61, verse 1. For he has given us beauty. For the spirit of the Lord, he was talking about Jesus. And this is one of the characteristics of the ministry of Jesus. He says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted. Did you see it? Not say heal the sick. He said, heal the brokenhearted. Some of you have entered bad relationships and it has affected your mood throughout. Because of that, you cannot find the right woman or the right man. Because you are from that relationship where your broken heart has led to a state of mind. People lonely in their home. Paul was talking about the kingdom of God being in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. In Luke 11 verse 20, Jesus was saying, he said, if I cast out demons among you, it means that the kingdom of God has come, up, come, come to you. So when we cast out these demons of heaviness, when this morning as we worship, we cast out these, these demons of loneliness, we cast out these demons of sorrow, these demons of joy, this spirit of fear, it means that there is a manifestation of the kingdom of God. For this cause, the Son of Man was made manifest that he might destroy all the works of the devil. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying if you have a mental disorder or an issue, a psych issue, don't see a therapist. But the first place you start this war is in the place of the Spirit. It's acknowledging what God says about you. And how do we come into that place? I will take you back to the Old Testament. We must understand my fourth point, that God is our portion and exceeding great reward. The joy of the Lord is not hampered by circumstances. So when you discover them talking about the joy of the Lord in the Bible, you discover that they talked about it for Christians that were in peril. Deep peril and pain. Let me show you one of those scriptures before I read about Abraham. 
2 Corinthians 8 verse 2 2 Corinthians 8 verse 2 How that in a great trial of afflictions the abundance of their joy he was talking about the Corinthian Christians and their deep poverty abounded unto the riches of their liberality that in spite of their financial issues they had joy so if you are sad because you don't have money let me tell you it's the devil that is dancing on your head he's working on your mind I'm telling you and let me tell you what you have to know as a Christian you must come into this understanding that God wants you happy God wants you joyful. God does not want your face to be strong. He wants your countenance to be light. How do I know? Jesus said it. John 15 verse 11. John 15 verse 11. I want us to read that together. He was talking about from John, 15, from, from John 14 to John 17. Jesus was praying before he left. He was praying for his disciples. He was in a conversation, a monologue with God about his disciples. And in John 15 verse 11, this is what he says. He says, and he was talking to the disciples here. He said, These things are spoken about to you. That what will happen. That which person's joy? His joy may remain in you. And that that because his joy is in you, what will happen to your own joy? Your joy may be full. Abraham understood this. The indwelling presence of the joy of the Lord, the Spirit of God in you, makes your joyful. What the devil does is that he brings, he makes sure you don't come into that understanding. He can make sure that everything around you seems as if you don't have joy. So your joy can never be full. So Abraham in Genesis 14, after he finished fighting the kings of Sodom and five kings, paid tight to Melchizedek, Genesis 14. Verse 21. The king of Sodom said to Abraham, Give me the persons, the people he has released, and take the goods, the spoils of war for yourself. But Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord. God most high, the possessor of heaven and earth, that I will take nothing from a tread to a sandal strap that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you should say, I have made Abraham rich. Except only what the young men, what his soldiers had eaten, and the portion of the men who went after me, Anna, Eskol, and Mamre, let them take their portion. And immediately after this, after the title to Melchizedek, and Abraham making this, after his title to Melchizedek, he proved it, in his conversation with the king of Sodom that God is my I don't need your things I don't need your joy I don't need your spoils of war right God is my reward 15 verse 1 what happened God appeared to him in a vision for those of you who don't understand I've taught here that you read the Bible don't read the Bible in chapters the Bible was not written in the Bible was not written in chapter and verses it was long it's long prose right so don't break it in your mind i think he's starting a new thing so immediately after that 15 verse 1 he says after these things the word of the lord came to abraham in the vision i'm reading the amplified version here he says fear not abraham i am your shield and your abundant compensation i am your shield and i am your abundant compensation the new king james version says i am your shield and i am your exceeding great reward 
your reward in this life is not your salary or your Christmas bonus or the profit from your business or what your husband or your wife buys for you. Your portion and your reward is God. When you come into that understanding, it becomes easier for you to live in joy. And I want to talk to teenagers also. It's very important for you to understand that God is your portion. If you understand that God is your portion, you will not be defined by the issues and circumstances of life. Because as Jesus said, as, as Jesus says, and the Bible says severally, a servant falls or dies, lives or dies to his master. I'll read Zephaniah again after I've been explaining what joy is to you. Perhaps you will understand what the Lord is saying to you when he told me to read Zephaniah. I'll read from verse 15. Let the, the Lord has taken away your judgments. Zephaniah 3 verse 15. He has cut out your enemy. Whether you feel it or you don't feel it. Whether you see it or you don't see it. If God says it, it has happened. Whether it does not feel like that now, Christmas is coming, things are not lining up. God says he has cast out your enemy. He says he is in your midst. You shall see disaster no more. You shall see pain no more. In that day it shall be said to Jerusalem, do not fear. Zion, let not your hands be weak. The Lord is in your midst. The mighty one will save. Some of you feel like I need peace. Have you been, have, have you owed money? I'm not gonna, have you owed money to the extent that even you, you discover that even if all your work you are working, if you start paying and you add your family, your children, your generation, all of you are working and are paying your salary. So when you don't pay back the money, you cannot pay back the money in like 60 years. Have you seen that kind of problem before? So you just calculate. So even if you are paying me one million every month, and my wife one million, and my son that is a couple, if we start to work and we don't eat, we don't touch the money, we don't go like 50 years to pay. But eventually I born another child. And he starts to work immediately, he was born. And they are paying him one million. Four of us all working together. You know, go pay the money to solve the problem. The Lord says he will take away reproach from you. I've seen the Lord do it. I've seen the Lord do it. And he says he's going to do it for you. Thank you for listening to the CGMI Living Springs Godful Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at CGMI underscore L Springs.